Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am here, of course, with my spectacular co-host. Tell him what's up. Yo, everybody. We got lots of good stuff today so, and something I'm very excited about because it's great. All right. Ooh. Caleb is extremely excited about stuff that we will talk about later on in the episode. You'll know it when it comes up. Trust me, he won't shut up about it. <laughs> so we also have with us... Our wonderful friend from Team Dark Arm Dealings, whose link will be in the description below, wonderful YouTube channel. Uh, we have Dylan with us today. How you doing, bud? Yeah, what's up? Uh, doing pretty good. A long time since I've been on here. It has been. It's been too long. Yeah. Normally, we like we try to like get in the studio together every now and then, but life has been crazy. Uh, Stuff has been happening. Right, right. Sure. So we are doing this remote because, well, like you do live in it like an hour away, and it doesn't always work out. But we're here, so we're gonna make this work. So, uh, we first we want to talk about uh, the ETB Battle City Day. So normally for the ETB Battle City Days, we um, we bring our all of our studio setup. Basically, we throw it into a backpack, our soundboard, our laptop, uh, all Everything. the microphone stands. We put it all into a lot, put it all into a, a dealio, into a backpack, and we bring it with us to the shop, and we load everything up, get everything ready to go, and we do our thing. But this time, we may or may not have forgotten. And, and you know, this is not anybody's fault. I'm not saying who did this. Um, I'm not saying it was or wasn't me. But somebody forgot to put all of the microphone cables in the backpack. So, uh, we we went, we came, we conquered, sort of. But... What we didn't do is record anything because we didn't have the ability to. So unfortunately, so we're going to talk about that. But before we do, uh, and we're also so we're going to talk about that today, and we're also going to talk about 
Uh, the first in-person regional was held today post, uh, post, well, not say post COVID, but, uh, you know, in the times we live in, yeah. the first regional in almost two years was held today in the Netherlands. And we do have the first place deck list from that as well as an 11th place deck list. And as of the time of recording this, all of the information should be available, but we don't have it yet. So we're just going to talk about what we know. Yep. And then the last thing is that we do have another regional that was a remote dual regional. We're going to talk about some stuff from that. But (laughs) (laughs) Dylan was attending that one, so that's why uh, he knows a lot about it. But before we do all of that, we need to, of course, thank our patrons. So a huge thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Mocha, Myth Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, A.D., Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sonny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your continued support. You are what what makes this possible. You are actively making Pasadena possible for us, and we really cannot thank you enough. So, thank you to all of you. Uh, Of course, if you want to talk with us, you want to chat with us, and you want to become a member of the community... Be sure to join us in the Discord. We, It's really a wonderful community. We've got like over 100 people there. It's not like a tiny little... I mean, it's, it's a smaller, tight-knit community, but it's not like not like 10 people in a room. It's like it's like a fair amount of people. Um, we, talk, we have a lot of cool people in there. We talk about a lot of stuff. We have some familiar faces in there, people you might recognize. Tatsum, Giant Skyhawk, Legacy Crusaders. We have... A lot of cool people, as well as, of course, us. So be sure to check that out. It's a wonderful place to get test games in, to get whatever you need, information, talk about news, just scratch the itch of talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! So, And if you don't want to do that, but you still want to see what we're talking about and be around us, you can always follow us on Twitter, at Top Cut Podcast. Again, that is at Top Cut Podcast. So, That'll wrap us up. I know that I haven't done a full in-depth intro like that in a while, but um, (laughs) thanks to a huge shout out. Thank you to MBT for uh, allowing us on his stream last week during mid subathon. Um, It was a lot of fun. We had a great time with, uh, with Skyhawk and all of the other mods there in the mod chat. Uh, Don Juan was there. We took questions from the people watching. It was really it was a lot of fun. We enjoyed ourselves. So, um, but I know that we did. A lot of people started listening at that time, so I wanted to give a full yeah, full and welcome out. all those new people. Absolutely. So, we are going to go ahead and get into the meat of today's episode. We are talking almost entirely about. Um, we're going to talk almost entirely about the competitive scene today, and the regionals going on around the country and around the world. So with that, we do want to talk first though about the ETB battle city. Day. So yesterday's event was a goat format tournament. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I think all three of us played in that tournament. Is that correct? Yeah. I definitely okay, cool. play Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Round one. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that I don't know. I we played goat. I don't. I've got to be. I've got to admit, 
I've I've grown more on Edison, but Goat still has its allure, and for me, that allure is Reasoning Gate. <laughs> Yo, I, gotta, I don't know what it is. Go ahead, Dylan. Oh, I gotta ask Caleb, how was it Double Dust Tornadoes Game One, brother? <laughs> on. Like, oh, <laughs> Caleb had such a rough day that he just get he got rid of his deck. He just left it at Dylan's house <laughs> after. Oh no, that, that was just me being 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 yeah. stupid. Yeah, I, I play Pac Man. Uh, Sonny played Reasoning Gate. What did you play, Dylan? I uh, played a Warrior Goat. Like it's, it's. I don't even know what to call it. To be honest with you, it's like a Warrior Toolbox, but um, it's definitely more it's of a like a Goat, goat Control list. It's like a Goat Control list with like a small Warrior package teched in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. That's that's fair. That's respectable. So, um, been playing the, the next same thing list is... since like 2016. I mean, hey, listen. Did you do well? Uh, no. I, I guess I, I guess I did. I lost to uh, lost to Nick, um, and then I lost to Cameron. So yeah, I didn't do well. Uh, okay, so but you went like two two. I guess that's not like the worst. But like you have like a reasonable like history of success with that list, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not too too like in line with the the whole goat format like meta, and I don't follow it too closely. So I mean, it's probably probably some things that could be more correct, like playing more Sakuretsu armor and only play one. Um, just some things are should be probably a little bit different, but uh, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, though, my day was insane. Uh, I opened up my day with. Um, let's see what I do first. I played, I guess, just against like a standard, like, just like a standard goat list, pretty much. And, uh, it was just reasoning gate. I, I didn't brick. So basically, you win, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you don't brick, you just climb to 8,000 and you just win. Uh, it's kind of insane, honestly, what the deck is capable of putting out. Uh, so I win round one. Round two, I played against Water Control. Uh, you know, I, I offered to let him go first, second, and third, and he chose not to, so I too owed. Uh, I'm joking. I love the game with Jack. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, it was kind of funny, because we played out games one and two, and he was like, wait, what is this? What's going on? Why are you summoning 18 times in one turn? You're not allowed to do that. Where's, this is GOAT. Where's my Nibiru? <laughs> yeah. wait a minute wait a minute i don't have to be here what's going on wait wait where's my ash blossom you're not supposed to summon this much in goat so but uh that was funny and then uh again i didn't brick somehow games one or two so i just climbed up to eight thousand, and it was there turn two it was over um game three i played again round three i played against um oh uh, what was it it was just pure it was chaos turbo did not I didn't I bricked game one, so he won game one. Game two I bricked, but I was able to stall long enough to to climb up there and get there. And then game three, I didn't brick. And I just bird until I won. And then round four I played against Nick, who is hilariously the shop owner. And uh it was at this point this is the finals. Basically, we know we're gonna play each other, so we just go ahead and played each other. Um uh game he actually uh 
Game one, he beat me because I bricked. Game two, I bird. And game three, I bricked. So, you know, it'd be like that. Yeah, this uh, so. this goat tourney, usually we get like 16 people. I don't, I don't know what's going on Saturday, but we only had like seven before Nick decided to join in. Yeah. I think we finished with 10, huh? Oh, yeah. No. I think I think we did have 10, but somebody, like two people dropped before. The oh, okay. Um. Yeah, well, no, because I remember in the finals, I got a buy. Yeah, but I got fourth overall. Right. Uh, uh round I yeah, like like my round one was against Dylan, uh, which he won double dose tornado. Dude, I had all Pac Man as well. I get Pac Man. I had all the spell and trap removal for you, dude. I don't even know what was going on. I drew like graceful pot like every game, and then the yep. link went through. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, like game two, I was able to push through it and out, and I was actually capable of out uh, advantaging him. But game three, just could not. I just couldn't stick anything. Yeah, um, I actually hilariously didn't see a single delinquent duo all day. Like I, I don't play delinquent duo in my deck because I'm not supposed to, but um, I didn't have one played against me all day either, which was kind of cool. I don't think I saw. I don't think any of my opponents ha- played a single Trinity card on me actually all day. I don't Rough. Think- no, they, yeah, I I don't think they did. I don't think they had the chance. They went first, and then I went. I I got one pot of greed played against me, and then he magician of faith to back it for a second one. Bruh, that was one of the games I lost. Bruh, the only time I didn't get trinitied, not all three, but one of them today was was literally round two, and that was I'm trying to remember who was who was against. Uh, you're round. I don't remember two. Mm, I can't remember. Hmm? I don't remember. I, th- I, th- I think it was Trevor for some reason, but I'm not sure. Oh yeah, you know what? It was Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was he? He didn't get it. He wasn't able to get a Trinity off. He just couldn't draw one. Uh, unfortunately, he bricked the entire both literally every, every, all both games. He bricked real bad, and against Pac Man, that's the worst thing that can happen because you can't even grind me out. I'll just. I'll just get my advantage train rolling. Right. Ain't no grind. Uh, uh, game three was actually against the water control deck. Oh. Uh, so part of water control is normal summon amoeba creature swap to give you the amoeba, and you take a bunch of burn damage. Um, he didn't re- get to resolve that once. He activated creature swap three times. Didn't resolve it once because <laughs> he kept normal summon amoeba, and I would just compulse the amoeba. On creature swap activation. Yeah. Uh, game two, I actually ended up just siding out my messenger of pieces because he was running Mother Grizzly. Which is 1400 attack. Yeah, so it gets under. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It gets under. So I was like, this isn't going to help me. Sided in Swords of Revealing Light. It's all cool. Uh, won that game. Round four, which was finals. I got a buy. Top four. I got uh, fourth place overall. That that's the best I've ever done at at a at a local. I mean, hey, that's where you start, right? I remember when I got my first locals uh, top, I went, um, I think, two one with a buy, and I mean it was or three one with a buy maybe. Yeah, and it was just like I got third because I had the buy, and it just worked out. And then since that was I don't know six months ago, and since then I've I top most locals now, and I. Yep, I uh, I topped most locals and I topped a case tourney recently. It's just, Woo. you know, you take it one step at a time in your career, you know. Heck yeah, brother! Natural line so, progression. That's it. 
just keep getting better every time. Um, so I guess the next thing to talk about is what how, do you do you remember all your rounds, Dylan? From the regional? No, from no. the from from the tournament. Oh, yeah, from, from the go tournament. Go tournament. Uh, so round one, obviously playing against Caleb. I, I, dude, I just find it so funny, Caleb. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a lot here. Uh, I saw Caleb activate Messenger of Peace, and I was like, "Oh, I know he's playing now." I looked at my hand, and I see Double Dust Tornado, like Potting Reed. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I kind of just oh. at this point, like, what do you do? Um, yeah, yeah, just just chew through all my back all my protection, and there's not much I can do. Yeah, no, and then like game two, I just didn't open up like that, and he out advantaged me. He got a setup going, and then game three was basically a repeat of game one, except I think worse actually. Like it was like way more insane. It was like pot agreed, delinquent, graceful, sinister. That game you resolved graceful three times. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was it was ridiculous. And then game two. Around two, I played against Tyler. He's playing the water control deck. Uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it, it just seemed like I just had the answers. Like I was using my cards like correctly and just, you know, just playing, you know, just had the answers for him. And uh, game around three, I played against, uh, I played against Nick. Um. Nick is actually really good at goat. Um, he just played correctly. He was uh, um, he, he I think he did like a couple plays where like he like a couple times he won the game by like having like relinquished in like a couple monsters or thousand dollars restrict, and uh, actually like um. Well, tribe infecting virus saying it his own or thousand dollars restrict away. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that he did. He did it a few times. He he did, he did really good. Like he just he outplayed me completely. Uh, and then round four, I played against Cameron. But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So that's what happened. Well, I know that um, I know that I had a lot of fun, a lot more fun than I was expecting to have. But I mean, you know, uh, I enjoy goat oh, yeah. quite a lot. And I only know Pac Man has slowly turned into easily one of my one of my favorite retro decks. Yeah, says the man who also plays Pac Man and Edison. (laughs) Right, and somehow makes it work. Don't know how. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I I had a lot of fun at the Go Term. It was really cool. That and that's actually over at our sponsor, ETB Games, over in Alexandria, Louisiana. Absolutely. So be sure to check them out if you have not already. Oh yeah. Uh what you know, as normal, uh link to the websites in the description. Check them out. They're super cool. Yep, absolutely. So, um I think that we will pass on from the goat discussion for now. Let's get into advanced. Absolutely. So, let's first while it's fresh on your mind, let's talk about the event that happened in um the Remote Door Regional event. I, know, I, was about, I was about to ask if it was remote or regional. I, I couldn't oh, remember yeah. if it was or not. Uh, so, game one, I uh, played against Trap Elledge. Um, 
Play against Trap Eldritch. Uh, I'm playing Virtual World in this event. And, um, right. Yeah, so, like, the Virtual matchup's actually really easy against Eldritch in general because of Chuche being a recur- recurrable pop and either being able to hit the Gold Lord on activation in the Gold Lands or hitting in Gold Lands himself on activation. Uh, especially with, yeah. with uh, Shen Shen up. Like, it's just a really hard combo for them to, to get out. But if they have the out, uh, which he had the out, um, both games, uh, it, it creates a situation where it's like uh, they have the Conquistador, you target with a virtual monster, and they pop your target, and you can't resolve the virtual monster. And since they're once per activation, uh, once per turn, Ooh. you just lose a, a monster in hand. Um, right. So that's kind of what happened. Uh, um, I, I actually I believe game one he evenly matched me. So he did evenly match. Oh me. yeah. Oh, that's rough. Um, and then game two he hit the Nadir servant to pop the uh the Chuche. Uh, right. So. so then you go to um round two. I just want to say this this whole tournament I actually bricked really hard a lot. Um, I was making pretty suboptimal boards. Now, like, Shin Shin, Chuche Pass isn't that bad. There's definitely... That way, hold on. Wait, wait. I would just like you to say it one more time. What deck were you playing? Uh, Virtual World. Okay, and what was the issue? I bricked, like... Uh, really? Because that, that's not um, that's not a well-documented thing at all with Virtual I mean, it's, World. It's a, you know, it's a thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! in general. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I bricked worse than having, like, a lot of tournaments. Like, I got second at the... Uh, like two weeks ago and I actually won the tournament last weekend in Lafayette with the deck and I definitely did not brick nearly as much and that was a, a six round tournament and an eight round tournament or I don't remember exactly what wrong with that but uh plus top cut in the Lafayette one and top cut in the other one too so yeah um no uh so I didn't actually make Kaliga Crystal Wing like, but once this entire tournament, <laughs> I'm just gonna want to say that. Um, yeah, that's 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 not what you want to have happen, do you? Yeah. So then, game round two, I play against the mirror. Um, he beats me game one, and I don't remember exactly what happened. Game two, he scoops. Oh wait, no, 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 that's not what happened. Game one, I go first. He breaks my board. Um, and then I like Nibiru him. Right. So, yeah, then he just, he scoops it up and then game two, he wins. And then game three, I win. I don't remember the, what happened on them. Um, and then round three, I played against, uh, Dryatron. Uh, I, that, that one, I just, I bricked both games. It was, it was really bad. Um, Right. I tried. I tried my hardest game three to pull it out, but I couldn't. I, I had to like he made Dragoon and I I just couldn't play. But I had enough to do like put a King Long up and like I ha- it was the weirdest it was the weirdest thing. I had to Kowloon for the Zangwu so I can like try and stop the OTK. Um but he ended up like having enough damage through the change attack position anyway. Or um so he won that. And um, then we go to round four. I actually got the buy, so I got lucky with that. And then round five, I play against Grand Maju. 
And um, game one, I go first. I set up my whole board. He breaks it. And, um, yeah, he breaks it with a, a well-timed, kaiju, interrupted kaiju slumber. Um, but <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened. He made a ding, and he had a, a, a gear suit up, right? Or is it gear suit? The uh, the mech, the mech, whatever. One that banishes eight, summons itself, banishes three from the next track, pops something. Um... Um. Oh, I. I'm gonna keep it real with you, buddy. I don't know a single Orcus card. Oh, it's not an Orcus card. It's just a. It's a whole different archetype. It, it was played in Orcus, though. Um, he was playing Small World. That's that's a notable thing, actually. That was a dude that like revealed Droll, revealed D Shifter from deck, added that card to hand. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but uh, he broke my board. Uh, I had. The Dark Kaiju, he had a Ding Girsu and that card. I don't know why he couldn't make Zeus. Um, because he attacked into it, detached for Ding, so it wouldn't lose, or wouldn't die, but he didn't make Zeus. I guess he didn't have a material to put on top. Yeah, that's probably what it was. He didn't have a material to put on top of Ding, so he just didn't make the Zeus. Um, and then game... It was it was the craziest thing. I was I got so lucky game two. He would have OTK'd me, but he left me at two hundred life points because he didn't banish one more card with either millions. He left one card in his extra deck for which was a Linkish Enema. Um and if he would have banished that one more card, he would have had four more more attack on the uh, the Grand Maju, because I bricked again and he would have OTK'd me. Um, yeah, but, uh, didn't happen. So, uh, I won that game and then that was it. That was, uh, the regional. I, I, I hopped in a couple games. The DZ was there. Uh, he was playing a uh, sword soul Tenyi, which by the way, I watched a few games with sword soul Tenyi. The deck is insane. Uh, I'm okay. 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 Wait, 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 let's slow down. Let's slow down. I was just about to ask what exactly are your thoughts on sword soul Tenyi? Like okay. you kind of put it into perspective for us what the deck was doing and like how it was impactful. All right, look, I'm going to say this. Uh, Sword Soul Pure is poo-poo baby brain. All right. <laughs> Tinny Sword Soul is Madara fighting the Shinobi Alliance. Yeah! <laughs> like, it's crazy, right, well, dude. I'm just, no, I'm lost. I don't know what that means. Uh, look it up. If anybody watched Naruto, like, it's like it was. It's actually insane. The ceiling's so high. Like they can do so much. Um, Long boy does not need to burn for twelve hundred when he goes to the grave off a of sink or something. Like it's just. It doesn't make sense to me. It's crazy. Of course it does. How else are you going to win in time? Twelve hundred. <laughs> like even like it's not even just relevant in time. It's relevant like all the time now because that's like a that's like a, that's a big amount. That's a tenth of your life. You know. Like it puts them in range immediately from like two synchro summons. Um, yeah, I think it's actually like an eighth of your life, not a tenth. Yeah, uh, you know, it's actually more like a seventh of your life. I'm running yeah, like cause... four hours of sleep right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that extra two hundred makes makes the math weird. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's 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 really good. It's it's. I don't know. I didn't expect it to be that good. I didn't think the ceiling was that high. I knew the ceiling on a 
on pure sword soul wasn't that high, and I knew the one on uh tiny sword soul was pretty up there, but I just didn't realize, dude. It's it's really insane. But that could just go. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what the lists are looking like because we don't actually have all the lists and everything from these events yet. So we don't know exactly what like what the shake up is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Key term there being yet. Yeah. Um it didn't, you know, to be completely fair, I didn't see a DPE. Uh, which sounds wild, but I actually never saw a DPE hit the board. Um, like against you or even in the matches even, that you just went Even in the matches I went and watched. Really? Yeah. Huh. One of those cases people just didn't have them or just opted not to play them or just didn't oh. see or just didn't see the Fusion Destiny. They had the whole Sword Soul deck, you know? So it'd be hard to assume that they wouldn't pick it up if they were playing. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it has some uh, coincidental uh, synergy with uh, the new Ecclesia. Yeah. Cards insane, too. DPE's actually... I didn't think DPE was going to be better than Dragoon, but it, it it's definitely shaping up in that manner. Right, right. I mean, I think a small part of that is, again, because it, it has that coincidental synergy with uh, your monsters that like getting popped. So, like, it's it's because, like... I was playing against Cameron, and he was, like, playtesting with it. Like, because I pulled one, I was letting him borrow, I'm letting him borrow it. And, uh... Yeah. It's, it's because, like, if they make it, going second they can use the effect on their turn and then they still have it on your turn it's not like dragoon where it's like it's just a negation or like you know you can't just pop anything you know like you can only pop monsters with dragoon but this card can just pop anything it's like right and it doesn't target i didn't know it didn't target till till he used it which is insane to me too but um no nah, on your turn you can pop one of your cards and pop one of their cards and then on their turn you still have another pop it's because it, you just pop itself it's it's crazy Right. And you get that follow up in the graveyard with Celestia. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I know the deck is good. It's just, you know, it, it's a little bit on the, um, as somebody that just invested and got the entire deck except for three Fusion Destinies. Hey, if you're listening and you have three Fusion Destinies you want to offload, hit me up. <laughs> Specifically, if you want to trade them for two Lord of the Heavenly Prisons, hit me up. Let me know, cause I like I really need three fusion destinies. It's the last thing I need to play pure, uh, and I can probably go through my bulk and get all the ten e stuff. So, um, I don't know. I'm really interested to see like where everything goes from where it's at now uh, with the with that deck. It feels like it could be the best deck in the game, but it feels like it could also be like just a a very nice tier two deck. Oh yeah, no, like at at the moment, I would actually set it as a tier two deck. For now, it depends on what happens and then on the next ban list. Oh no, man! Like the, the tinny version is insane. Like it really is. It's crazy. Like I was watching the DVD yeah. today. Like one of the games, he made the link to tinny, and I, I might be wrong, but I know I know it's a reborn. But I believe you discard for cost. So he discarded yeah. a card for it, right? And then like he targeted his uh, tie engrave, and the dude effect failure or impermed it. I don't remember. But then the dude's like, okay. Uh, boxy it, pop it, summon another one from graveyard, summon the tie from graveyard. Have now he has four synchros on board because of the 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 tinnies and grave. Like it's crazy. Like, it really is insane. Right. 
That's ridiculous. I what mean, on earth? Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, oh man. I mean, we'll, like I said, we'll have to wait to see what the next ban list does. Um, because if it like just absolutely, I'm talking end of the world apocalypse for like Tri Brigade and Drytron and what you know and blah blah blah, then it's definitely going to be the deck to play, the next deck to play. Yeah, but. Again, that's assuming, you know, giant apocalypse ban list. Oh. Did you see any flunderies? Um, I did not, actually. I did not see any flunders. I... I, I, I don't know. I saw Sword Soul mirror, mirror matches, man. Like, I, I hopped around a little bit. Didn't hop around too much. But every time I was in the game, it was... It was Sword Soul. Um... Right. Either on both sides of the table or one side of the table, like it, 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 it's really good, man. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Do you think that you would recommend as somebody that's been like participated in a regional, like you, you know, you are a little bit more in tune to the metagame than like a lot of other people? Would you recommend at this point that anybody that's listening, like if you don't already have them, you need to pick up token collectors? Um. I don't know if token collectors are the way, um, because of the fact it may not be the way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the way, um, because like <laughs> um, they're expecting it, so obviously they're playing for it. Like they're playing the chalices in the main deck, uh, um, a lot of lists. Well, I didn't see anybody play chalice. I didn't see any token collection board either. Um, I think uh, the way for the deck, the probably side against the deck is Dark Lord of Moors or Droplets. Um, you're, you might have to eat the Icarus attack though, but like, I, I really don't know. I, I, uh, we have to see, we'll have to see, but token collector is a good idea, but I just, I don't, I don't know if it actually is worth it because everybody's expecting it. So like, maybe you need to find some other way to stop the deck. I think the deck, uh, what really hurts the deck actually is like siding in, um, Imperms and effect veilers, maybe. Um, not necessarily siding them, just maining them. And then, like, like I said, siding in like a Dark Lord No More is going second versus the deck. Uh, because of that, I did see somebody sided in like a uh, anti spell there, actually. Ooh, interesting. They're basically doing the Tri Brigade thing, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Uh, I, I think you could literally just. Take all of the Sword Soul mon, take all the Tri Brigade monsters out of a Tri Brigade deck, put in a bunch of Sword Soul monsters, and then like take all your like peripherals out. Like if you're running like zoos or cats, take those out. Or if you're running Lairless, take those out and put in like ten E monsters, and then just like most of the rest of the deck transfers. Huh. Like literally. And the only issue cool. uh, with the ten E build I can see, to be honest with you, is that it makes it more susceptible to Nabiru, uh, more susceptible to Nibiru. But uh, I think there's obvious the, the my opinion has changed so drastically now on this deck. Uh, there's definitely so many more lines of play and so many different routes. So they could probably make Baroness first on two summons. Really? They can do it in two? Well, I guess they can reveal reveal one special long one, get the deal. Yeah, and then just go straight yeah. to Baron. Wow. Yeah. That's rough. 
It's it's good, man. It's good. Um, well, I guess that will go ahead and bring us into our next bit right after we talk about ETB Games. I know we mentioned them, but ETB Games is our sponsor in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our locals. They are Dylan's locals. They are a wonderful place to go and check out. You can, if you're within four hours, we do do an ETB Battle City Day every month. And if you are not within four hours, they sell online. They sell on mm-hmm. TCG. They sell on, um, they sell on their website. Oh yeah. You can buy figurines. You can buy cards. You can buy books. You can buy whatever you want for any kind of card game, tabletop game, or whatever. Yeah, Warhammer, Pathfinder, D and D, Digimon. Uh, I think they have some. Uh, no, no, I don't think they have any DBZ stuff yet. Key term yet. Come yeah, I, I don't. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no. I was going to say, they do have um, Digimon, I know. And I think they have a little bit of DBZ. Maybe, okay. not, maybe not much. I don't but. play the game, so I haven't looked at their DBZ collection. Um, But I do know they have Digimon, Pokemon, Magic, and Yu-Gi-Oh! as standard. Yeah, they have all the display cases out, everything for them. Yep, so. it's great. Yeah. So, come get your... Uh... I think that'll... Lost Art Burstinatrixes or Burstinatrix. That's know. true. That's yeah. true. It is one per customer right now, so that way there is enough for everybody. So please, yeah. if you uh, want to, please come and get one. Um, we also have Burst of Destiny in, and I think uh, between between the whales at our shop, I think all of the Synchro Storm already got bought out. Yep. So uh, I didn't get a single one from them. You got yours in other places. Yeah, I got my I got my one box somewhere else. Oh, well. but. Be sure to check it out. We have, we really do have a great community. We are very invested. Um, it's actually a very com- competitive community for how small it is, and it is absolutely worth checking out one day. So, if you want to check them out, their link will be in the description below. But moving forward, the next thing to talk about is the, um, the regional that happened in the Netherlands. So the reason that we have a, the reason that we have any coverage for this is honestly a huge shout out to Tatsum. He was at the event. He would, he went to, um, he, he was at the event. He covered the event. He, Put, he's already put out a couple of deck lists, an Invoke Dogma list, and the first place list, which is, I'm going to be honest with you, maybe one of the coolest and most innovative deck lists I've ever seen. Oh, easily. Madolce. Woo! Madolce got first place, place at this tournament. Um, a huge shout outs to the guy. I, I don't know him. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, but he's, it was his first regional. Um, and it was his first regional ever. He took Madolce. He says in the video he was not expecting to do super well, but he picked up the game like right, right before COVID. He attended one YCS that was close. But he never actually went to a regional. And he scrubbed out of the YCS. So he started playing just like a month or two before COVID. 
And so he's just been playing for literally like two years. And this was his first real event. And he's just been spent all of COVID just like dedicated to like perfecting himself, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind, this is not like a low end regional. There's like several YCS toppers and winners. There's like Rafael Nevin. This is his low. Like this is like a re- really legitimate tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I, I think that's the case for most European regionals is the competition's a lot higher just due to there being fewer people. So you, so in order to top you, you have to be better. Um, I would say that the good player concentration is really high in Europe from what I've seen. So that might just be biased though, from seeing competitive coverage of European events and not That's being European fair. locals. That, so. that, that is fair. But I'm just going to go through the deck list. Cause we have the whole deck list here on Tatsum's it channel. It is spicy. Yes. And it's just kind of cool. So three Angeli, three Magellan, three Petting Sassur, all very standard. You have yep. they're all your starters. You have to run three. Um, yep. Two Messengelato, which is standard. A, is it? I mean, yeah. You in order some to, cut it down to one, right? No. Uh, the reason why is because in order to go full combo, you need both in deck, and that's right. a full. If you don't stop me, you're going to lose. Right. Um. In order to do that full combo, you need two in the deck. If you draw, it is bricky. If you draw one, but there's a card later in this list that kind of fixes that a little bit. Right. It does immediately shut off the, if you let this go, I win. Right. Because you have one hand. But at the same time, it still gives you the ability to continue playing and maybe OTK through another avenue or even just, um, or even just uh, turn it into a simplified board state and just keep bashing them in the face with a 3K uh, chocolate. Right. Uh, the next card is you have two hoot cakes. Also standard. Yes, that is standard. I know it's a uh, your yeah, main, starter. Yeah, yeah, it's one of your main like uh, he it was one of your main extenders. Yeah. So um, and then if you're going second and you hand trapped, he's a starter. He's also a starter. Right, because he can clear your graveyard of the hand trap. Correct, and then um, special summon adultery from the uh, deck. Yes, one pudding cess. Also standard. Right. So there was three petting Sessor and one pudding Sess. Um, three deep, three, uh, or one Chateau, one... Salon. One Salon. Normally, it's 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 a one it's one Chateau, three Salon, one Ticket. He's not running Ticket at all, and he's only running one Salon. Um, salon being, if I, uh, like, so, like, in, my, in the build I was running, if you if I open Magellan and Salon, I could normal summon Magellan, activate Salon... Magellan, search another Magellan. Activate Salon, normal summon Magellan, search a uh, petting sessor, and then overlay into a rank four. Whatever rank four I want. Right. Uh, Abyss Dweller, Baguska, Utopia, if, you know, I'm being silly. Or uh, what my favorite thing to go into was Trap Tricks Reflacia, uh with the Gravedigger Trap Hole in my deck, because then I can stop a hand trap. Right, right. He's only running one Salon. The one Salon is really interesting. Um, the next thing is your defensive cards. So three cross out designator and, uh, one call by the grave, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily standard, but it makes sense. Uh, not from a Dolce really. Uh, cause they prefer just to kind of, you know, go full combo. Um, but well, the deck space is limited is the issue. Normally. Yeah. N- f- yeah. For a Dolce, it's, is that there's a lot of hand traps that can stop you. And you just don't have the space to have them all. Yeah. Um, next, he is running three Prosperity, which is 
become pretty standard in Madol Chaffield. Oh yeah. Uh, the reason why that over like prosperity or desires, or first off, a desire, extravagance, yeah, extravagance or desires, is that with uh, desires you're, you're going to end up you're going to just end up banishing your combo pieces and you can't OTK. It is what it is. Um, and then with uh, extravagance, the a you can't pick what's being banished. You could accidentally end up banishing all your uh, extra deck combo pieces. Right. Secondly, okay. it's draw two rather than just dig for what I need for that one card I need. Um, because of Adolce, so it's it, nine times out of ten, it comes down to I just need one specific card and I can do something. Right. And so rather than just draw two, I can just dig for right the one. So the next is like maybe the coolest and most interesting card in the entire deck, and the one I'm excited for. Three copies of Small World. This card is so based, especially in this in deck. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an incredibly like complicated and difficult to understand card. Uh, but it's freaking cool. Oh yeah, no, like like <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, it's complicated. All right, it's it's difficult. <laughs> I got it played one time, and I'd call a judge just to explain how it works. He, he yeah. did it, and I was like, look, dude, I know you read the card to me. And I still don't understand it, and like, I, I need to make sure this is legal, bro. I, I'm not saying I just don't know. This is confusing. <laughs> okay, so just an example in Medulce. Let's say I I open with the messenger auto. It's a pseudo brick. Great, but I get the small. Small world. I can activate small world, banish the message lotto, uh, reveal a hoot cake, and then grab a Magellan, Angeli, or uh, Pen Accessor. I can go and grab a starter, and everything, and all the material that use the to fuel this thing gets banished, so it's not in your graveyard to even stop Pen Accessor to begin with. Or even funnier. You can use some of the other cards in his deck to kind of maneuver around and grab whatever hand trap you need, whatever main deck monster you need to do stuff so that leads us into the next couple of cards so he is running one ash blossom one effect veiler one nibiru one herald of orange light um so that's the first four cards in the hand trap package so first off those are all great small world packages because there are fairies there's earths there's some with zero defense some with zero attack level six all over the place which is great for small world yes uh you got level twos level you know level light monsters dark monsters or well, not dark light fire uh uh earth earth yeah anger tops being an earth well we're getting there yeah yeah uh he is running one seravius uh it's a like a ritual hand trap monster it's a light level seven monster which gives it the synergy with the next card which is Pankratops. yes so it's literally there's a small world target and technically it is a hand trap uh card. Oh, yeah. It can stop um effect veiler and imperm. Any anything that targets, it can stop. Right. So like when one of your cards gets targeted, you can like use uh Saravia and it'll stop it'll it'll literally stop you from like it'll stop your opponent from stopping your play. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like another defense card. Yeah, or if you know your opponent isn't going to be able to target anything, you can just use it uh, to reveal itself, to reveal it, reveal Pank, and then grab any Medolce, anyone you want. Right, so that's really cool. The next card is the Pankratops we were talking about, which is cool because it's level 7, so it matches, and it's Earth. <laughs> and then the next card, set is the gamma package mm -hmm. 
which also all, small world targets, which all have zero defense, which means you can, which means you, you can do it with Pank. Yeah. So if you draw two gammas in small world, you can activate gamma. You can activate it, reveal the gamma, Pank, any Medolce. Yep. Let's go to the races. Um, I would actually recommend Angeli though, because then you also have the other game in hand. Yep, and so then, then you can activate your Angeli in your hand, and and then uh, if they attempt to ash it, you can you have another gamma. It's so cool. Um, next you have two Imperm and two Madolce Promenade, which is your uh, what you call it lineup? Yeah, trap lineup. Yeah. Um, the Promenades are standard. The two Promenade is standard because it's a searchable and B is just negate a face up card. Yeah. For the low, low cost of returning a Medolce from Field or Graveyard back to your hand. It's basically the, Which I think is very cool. The tidying of Medolce. Yeah. Yeah. Which also which also procs uh ticket and uh salon if you if they're facing on the field. It, it just immediately procs them and it can also proc uh chocolate. I wouldn't recommend procking chocolate off of unless it's your turn. Right. Um I don't know, I, I think it's the coolest iteration of um, of this deck that I've ever seen. Oh, honestly. Y- no, I completely agree. Absolutely. Um, the, the only thing where I'm like, that's I kind of see why I did, but I'm kind of iffy on it is actually the two copies of Imperm. But I think that was to uh, I think part of that was to keep himself at 40 cards. But at the same time, if he opens one, he still has he still has a second one in deck as a tar as a, as a target for a. a Cross out designator. Yeah. Well, I know that it is without a doubt the coolest Madolce deck I've ever seen. I think that this is the future for this deck. And the only the only thing that I'm really super worried about is the idea of having to understand small world going forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a world, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird card, man. Yeah. Now, I mean, now the thing about it though is that like when your opponent, um, you know, reveals the two, um, it's actually not too too hard to check if that's even a viable option because all you have to do is compare the two cards, and if they have two of anything that matches, not vi- that's not a valid target. If they only have one thing that matches, attribute, type, attack, defense, valid target level. Yeah. Um, and then you check the third target, the one they special summon, or the one they add to their hand with the second target, which gets banished face down. Right, and as long as it's got exactly one thing in common, then it works. Um, so theoretically, I could do, I could literally do, oh no, I have the wrong Medolce, use it to, and then reveal Pank, and then grab another Medolce. Or, I mean, you could theoretically even, like, reveal... Like a hoot cake and grab a different Medolce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a level three. Yeah, yeah. Beast instead of an Earth. Yeah, exactly. The main the main point being, Pank is an amazing in between between all of them. Any Medol, literally any two Medol, it can turn one Medolce into any other Medolce you need, and it can turn a lot of the hand traps into a Medolce. Not all of them, but a lot of them, like Gamma Driver, uh, and Effect Failure being the three main ones. Right, because he Pank has zero defense, <laughs> which is nice. It's very cool. I just everything about the way that this deck is built and the way that this deck operates is just just the coolest thing in the world to me. I don't know exactly why. I'm not a big like Medolce guy, but it's oh I so am freaking cool. Oh yeah, I know you are. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, people, uh, he 
if this is a video, you can probably tell that I'm a lot more animated than I normally am, moving around a lot more, just because I'm excited about this. This is cool. Caleb is literally sitting on the edge of his seat. Yes, literally. And bouncing my legs, just all this energy, because it's so cool. Yeah, this is definitely the next iteration of this deck, for sure. So, um, we do know, though, that... Uh, I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to go through the side and the extra. The extra deck is a pretty standard Madolce extra deck, as well as like the only spicy thing in there is uh uh Underworld Goddess of the Closed World. That's like the only thing that's in there that's not normal for Madolce. Right. Oh, and then uh he also uh, he also opted to run the Omega and uh, a what what would, what would you call that what would you call that slot uh. Anti, uh, the anti, um, Adagnister. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's running Winpeg as Adagnister, but you can. Oh, oh, that invokes to all Dogmatica slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximus stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the anti Maximus slot. Yeah. You know, you can have Entis, Adagnister, uh, Fossil Warrior, what was it? Skull Knight. Skull Knight. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Just anything like that in there. Yeah. So, and that leaves us, I think that'll pretty much bring us to a close. Uh, I don't really know if there's a bunch else to talk about. I think that the format is shaping up in a really interesting way and going a really interesting direction. Uh, but, fellas, do either of you have any closing comments that you want to give? Madolce, best deck. Uh, <laughs> well, no. uh, I, you know, I hope, but uh, I'm scared. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that that source will ten, ten list looking, looking hot, man. That, that deck is looking hot. Well... Well, now that you bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. uh, Sword Soul is definitely the best and most expensive rogue deck, considering you have to have Secret Rare, Small World, Secret Rare, Pot of Prosperities, uh, Crossout Designators, and everything in the deck itself. Uh, but, you know, it's cool. Just expensive. Um, the next thing that I want to say is that uh, Sword Soul... Um, you know, a week ago, it was like the worst deck that they've released in a while. And uh, now that I've picked the whole deck up, uh, it's like the best deck ever. Uh, you should all try to pick it up. Uh, <laughs> be, be afraid. Be very afraid. Uh, you know, I don't really know there's much else to say other than now that I have I it. Will say, I will say, without the, without the, without the tinnies, you got to have the tinnies. You got to. It just changed. It's a whole different deck. Uh, it, is, it is actually insane. Absolutely. Would you compare it to like Tri-Brigade, pure Tri-Brigade, and then like uh, Zodiac Tri-Brigade, that kind of thing? It's better. It's it's better with the Tinnies than Tri-Brigade. It's, it's like Tri-Brigade, pure Tri-Brigade with uh, just pure. Uh, just pure is like pure Tri-Brigade. It has less lines of play. With the Tinnies, the deck is extremely versatile, has an extreme, extremely high ceiling. Extreme similar to Lair, similar to the Lairless build of Tri Brigade. Yes. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I think that's a good example because the Lairless build of Tri Brigade, uh, the ceiling is a lot higher than pure and the lines of play are way less linear. So it's a lot harder deck to play. And I think that not only is it harder, but it's also uh something to consider. But, but um the last thing that we need to do though is the podcast question of the day, which is, what are your thoughts on the return of regionals, YCSs, and in-person play in general? We know that this is something that's a little bit 
um, a lot of people aren't really necessarily comfortable with this yet. But this is not my decision or Caleb's decision or Dylan's decision or anybody around us. This is something that Konami has decided we are clear to do. And so that's kind of where we're at. So um, with that said, be sure if you're going to these events to take all precautions, wear your mask, make sure to get vaccinated, things of that sort. Um, in the meantime, though, how do you feel about these events returning? How do you feel about uh, organized play returning? And I mean, are you, are you excited? You know, do you want to are you excited to see uh, all your friends again? Are you excited to go to locals, clap up some people? Uh, <laughs> you know, how do you feel about in-person play? Personally, I'm very excited. I, I want it. I want to see it. Um, but that's just me. So I am cautiously optimistically excited. Yeah, that's a good way Cautious to Cautious optimism, but it's still excitement. Yeah. Dylan, how are you feeling about it? Um, I feel like you're going about the right way. Uh, personally, and I think it's actually fine. Uh, that might be controversial to say, but I feel like the precautions they're taking in having the event and what they're requiring is makes it okay. Uh, especially events like on the scale of Pasadena. Um, right. So. Well, I think that we need to, last thing is to read off the last question of the day and answer it. So we asked last week, what is your Yu-Gi-Oh accessory that you splurged on, that you spent a bunch of money on? Whether it's a mat, backpack, deck box, whatever. Uh, my personal answer was I had a late night TCG backpack that I'm very happy about. Oh, yeah. Uh, my personal answer would actually be a gym accessory deck box I'm waiting to come in. Right, right. Um, I see some great replies here. A Pow Manga Mats Cyber Slash Harpy Lady cloth play mat. Very cool. Ooh, very nice. Uh, we've got some replies. I've never splurged on anything. I'm a budget player. Fair. Uh, gem luxury cloth play mats. More play mats. Actually, pretty much everybody said a play mat. We had one that was a Dragon Shield deck box with like a leather cover that can hold like a Ooh, lot of dice and that's a really nice. Hold a lot, like 150 cards, all the dice. Very cool. Um, and then in our, over in our Discord server, because we asked the question both on Twitter and on our Discord server, uh, we got some stuff for some cool deck boxes, a really nice metal field center. Um, that, that one particular deck box is like amazing. Uh, somebody said they got the entire Amanda La Palm IP Mascarena uh, set with the cloth mat, the sleeves, field center, all of that. Um, a that that's a that's a nice chunk of change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a high school DXD wooden double-sided deck box. Very cool. It is very nice. He posted a picture of it. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and just more like a man, La Palm stuff, gem tech stuff. The, um, once somebody said they like the ultimate guard boulders, but you know, the boulders work good, but they've also splurged on some cool gem tech stuff. So, uh and you know more play mats just all these cool designs it was really cool to see some of the swag that people have gotten Mm -hmm. so thank you to everybody that replied with that uh but that'll pretty much wrap us up for today again you can find the podcast question of the day as soon as the episode airs we go ahead and we post it on twitter so you can always find it there in the meantime thank you everybody so much for listening it means the world thank you for your support and have a good night Take care, everybody. Later. Hold up. 
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.